0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Bree, and I am joined by one of my favorite people to talk to, author Nan Reinhardt. Is back. Welcome back, Nan.
1: Thanks, Bree. It's really fun to be here with you today.
0: Well, you kind of alluded to it um, a little bit before we hit record, and of course, I'm always on your website. 2023. I know it's been a little busy for you, but like, tell us how it's been. Like, what's been going on?
1: It has just been a wild ride. And, you know, I, I turned 70 this year. I We celebrated our 50th anniversary this year. I went to Hawaii with my son, just the two of us. He was on business, and I was there just tagging along. And um, I went to California for a Tule author retreat. And then that, right after that, I had a little family reunion with my sister and brother in L.A. It's just been crazy, in addition to which I've released three books, and I'm working, and I'm I'm writing two more right now and I've got two more after that and maybe three. So I, I am, and I'm also editing. So it's just been like, wow. You know,
0: you're amazing. Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> I don't um, know about that. <laughs> well, okay. Let's start with turning 70. So how did, how did that feel? And like, yeah, how does it feel to see 70?
1: Old. I mean, seriously, it just, it was, it was a tough birthday for me because it just, you know, 70, and interestingly, of all my friends at the lake, I'm the youngest. Mm -hmm. Well, I was until this new friend came along, but anyway, and so, you know, all my good friends are well into their 70s and doing fabulous, and I'm just like, I just felt like, wow, but on the upside of this. I never believed I'd make it to 70. So the fact that I'm here is like, wow, great. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah.
0: So well, I, I turned 37 on uh, the 11th of this month.
1: I'm so trying if, to feel sorry for you.
0: If you, you, know, if you could go back to third, your, you in your 30s, like what would you say? Because I, I, I've been going through it the last couple months. So so I, like I'm just so happy to be talking to you today because it's always <laughs> such a bright spot. But like you in your 30s, what would you tell hurt what would you tell that version of you
1: knowing what I know now yeah chill out baby (laughs) I mean seriously I I just took life so seriously in my 30s and I I shouldn't have I should have been more relaxed I should have had more fun and I didn't so now I'm having all my fun now
0: (laughs) why do you think we are like okay 20s you're just kind of like still a baby but you're an adult and you're like oh my gosh and I'm an adult what is it about
1: the 30s that we're just like so serious and freaking out about life I don't know 30s and 40s my my kids in his 40s and he's the same way he's just like he's got to get everything done you know so I I just think that we're 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 seeing that life is passing and you know and we just think well we've got to do this we've got to do this we've got to do this I have been writing since I was 10 and I have manuscripts you know tucked under the bed and that kind of thing but even in my 30s I was still so focused on raising my son and you know that kind of thing and being a great mom and being a great editor that I never really let myself be in the little fantasy world that I love so much now and I wish I had you know I wish I had chilled out and just enjoyed each day instead of looking ahead what's next what's next you know what I mean
0: yeah yeah I think like um like I would never want to go back and do my twenties again. I just think that they were a disaster, but I no. do think it's something, I think maybe we have this like assumption or the, like expectation that like, okay, in your thirties, you have to get your shit together. Yes. <laughs> so you're just so serious all the time. And I just like, I don't know. It was just something about like, I love getting older. And so when my birthday came, I was like, okay, girl, you need to do something different this year. Like you cannot be a big stress ball, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I just I got I think I just kinda grew up with this assumption that like okay in your thirties you have to start being serious.
1: (laughs) No you don't. Take it take it from forty years ahead. No you don't. No, you don't.
0: So tell me about the author retreat. Like I love seeing all the photos. Like how
1: did that go? We had a ball. It was so wonderful. And I got to be I got to room with Carol Light, who's a new mystery writer for Thule, and she was just delightful i had so much fun with her we're just like immediately connected and kindred spirits and it was so wonderful to make a special new friend but it was also wonderful to meet all these authors that i've been editing for the last three years and getting to know them and also editing and of course reading their books and it's just like it they're just like a huge connected family and it was such a warm and wonderful four days i just had a ball I just had a ball, and Jane Porter—you know, Jane Porter—is so amazing. I was fangirling for four days, which was I sort of a know. treat. So.
0: I would, I would die. Shout out to Miss Jane P. if she ever listens to this. <laughs> we, I
1: love her. <laughs> she is wonderful, just amazing, and just. I so, love such all these dynamo. adventures you're going on, man. I love all these adventures. Hey, the best one was our fiftieth anniversary. We okay. we spent it in a vineyard in Oregon. Oh my and God. oh my goodness it was romantic and wonderful and um my my darling editor sinclair sane and her husband Deepak own this vineyard in oregon in the willamette valley and she extended an invitation for us to come there for our anniversary and i said to husband okay here are the choices we can have a big party at the clubhouse in the neighborhood and invite all our friends and family or we can go to Oregon and spend five days in a vineyard. What do you think? It was like no contest. <laughs> he was like, buy the plane tickets. So we went I'm out there. my bags already. Ball. Really? We had a ball and he just had the time of his life. It's the first time he had really traveled since before COVID, since our kid moved back to Indiana, which was like 2018. And so it was, but the trip was a breeze and Sinclair and, and Deepik were wonderful and we had some wonderful wine and great food and just a wonderful time. It was fabulous. Best way to celebrate 50 years of marriage.
0: Yeah. Congratulations. Thank uh, you. I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, now that you've been like, when I think of, I want a getaway, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Oregon. I think it, maybe it's like the Pinterest pictures, but I'm always like, it would have to be Oregon. It just looks so peaceful. It is gorgeous.
1: It's just gorgeous and beautiful. And you know, we really didn't do a lot. We t- we went to some wineries and tasted a lot of wine. And we went over by the ocean and, you know, saw the water. And But we really just sort of hung out together. And I I wrote in the mornings with Sinclair. She and I got up early and wrote. But other than that, I did not work. And yeah. it was really nice just to spend time with him. Because even though he's retired and he's here all the time, we don't see that much of each other. Because I'm here in my office working. And he's out, you know, doing stuff manly stuff stuff. (laughs) manly things but the manly house stuff you know and so and even at the lake you know he's doing stuff there and I'm working or writing so because I just you know pick up my act and take it on the road this summer so it's it was fun just to be together just the two of us for five whole days
0: well I was going to ask like was there any uh you know romance novel inspiration while you were there but now (laughs) I know you were
1: working so (laughs) it was it was it was really just a lovely He's a very romantic guy, and it was just a nice time. We had a great time. Yeah. I'm glad I'm still married to him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, when I think of going, I'm like, I just want to go and, like you said, chill out, baby. I just want to go to Oregon and get a cabin and chill. Like, I don't really want to go
1: see anything. (laughs) That is, I recommend it. I do.
0: Let's talk about, uh, you have two books. Uh, You have, you know, Part of the Weaver's Sisters series, Meet Me in River's Edge, and then Christmas in River's Edge, which I have been saving for this week. It's my first Thanksgiving break off as a teacher. And I'm like, I am going to hide out and just catch up on reading this week. And um, meet me in River's Edge. Not meet me in, yeah, meet me in River's Edge. I, it's, it feels so weird saying that one because I think that would be the first book in the series. But it's like, no, that one was home to River's Edge. But yes. meet me in River's Edge. You know, I, it's been tricky reading since I started back working, like I have, I have time, but it's like, by the time I get off work, I'm just so overstimulated and exhausted. And I picked up, uh, Joe and Alex's romance. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is, it just was a reminder of like, why I still need to, make time for reading it just reminded me of like why i love romance and i i told you i was like i i have all the feels and that was it it was just like it felt like coming home it feels like i live in river's edge
1: <laughs> i love that you feel that way Bree. I, I really do. do
0: i do and like your dialogue between your characters the sisterly relationship the the scenes with the dad you know, him and Alex, I was just like, oh my gosh, I love this. So, um, let's, let's start there. And then I want you to tell us what we can expect in Christmas and River's Edge, but tell me about writing Joe and Alex and their, their romance. How did it come to you?
1: Well, I wanted to have a hero who was a little bit different and, um, Alex's type one diabetes made him a little different. And, Joe is very protective of her heart because of the terrible thing that happened to her when she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And so, and she's, she always goes for older men because they feel safe and they, they're usually people who are inaccessible. That's, you know, she, she doesn't want anybody that could actually fall in love with her too.
0: Yeah. And she said, and, that.
1: she said, yeah, that. she owns it. She owns it. And um, when she meets Alex, you know, he's this young punk arrogant guy who's like about five years younger than her and she that's that's who she sees and he really has to to get into her heart it's not she doesn't like automatically fall in love with him he automatically just falls head over heels for her because she's real different from all the girls that he knew and so it was it was really fun to write joe's reluctance to be involved with him and to and and, you know, just, I, I know I wrote it, but just kind of watching her fall for this guy against her will. Yeah. Well, so, you say
0: fall for, and he literally falls into her life. Yeah. So, you <laughs> yes. know, I'm always talking to you about the meat cutes How we did we those. get that? How did we get that?
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs>
0: another I, Nan Reinhardt winner.
1: <laughs> that is something I would do. I would trip over a guy wire on a tent and fall into it. I mean, I'm such a putz. <laughs> and so I thought, how can I bring this guy into her life? In a way that will make her never forget him and falling on her and getting caught in her dress just seemed like such a cool way to do it. So
0: I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but I do feel you like you are the queen of meat cutes in my book. <laughs> like everyone has been unforgettable. So like aspiring writer that's listening, give them the Nan Reinhardt no bullshit writing a meat cute. How do
1: we get it right? How do we make it not forgettable? I I think it has to be funny you know I really do I, I think you know think of the least likely thing that could happen and make it happen yeah. that was you know that was that's what I've really kind of done with with all of them you know what what would make me if I were the the female in the story what would make me really notice this guy you know so and I think you know go ahead and don't be afraid to be outrageously funny. I know people think that you shouldn't overwrite something, but I think when it's a meet cute, you can't really, you know, just just get crazy and it'll work. It, it's, you know, it's going to get edited anyway. So yeah, get happy. Get happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. go for it. Yeah, just go for it.
0: <laughs> and I mean, in their scene, it's like, I don't think I've ever read one of yours that felt ridiculous. It's like, this could... Even the driving on the wrong side of the road, meet (laughs) cute, (laughs) getting stopped by the cop. (laughs) Just like, I could totally see that happen. So like, they're all really realistic, but they're just so hilarious how, I think because I've talked to you and I can like, hear, I imagine you reading it to me. (laughs) 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 which <laughs> just like adds to the experience but yeah they're just they're so unforgettable and when i read that one i was like she's done it again like every time i'm like she's not gonna outdo herself again like the next <laughs> one is not gonna be as funny as this one and then i read the next book and it is so yeah i just i i loved it
1: um i hate to tell you this but christmas and river's edge they've already met
0: mm, so is it like a re-meet cute
1: you know i don't think it's quite as adorable as joe and alex but but it's, it's but it's Jennifer and Gabe and I was it's wondering. Jennifer and Gabe, yeah.
0: I was like, okay, what's gonna happen here? Because I kind of fell in love with Gabe in.
1: Oh man, Gabe Riverhead. is, Gabe is like one of my all-time favorite characters. He's just, oh, he's so cool.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, so okay, so, w- were you nervous with writing them meeting then? Since they've already met and like you do the meet cute so well, like is that
1: pressure <laughs> on you? well you know I don't it's so funny because I've had you and other people talk about my meat cutes and how much I love them and you know I really don't start out writing a book thinking man I really hope that Brie loves this meat cute <laughs> um not to take away from your own personal charm or anything but you know it's not that's not what's in my head but um I want people to immediately be in the story yes and yeah. so you know, that's how when I write the first scenes, that's what I want to have happen. I want them I want them to be right there in the story. And a lot of times a meet cutest is, is the best way to make that happen. In Christmas and River's Edge, it's a family thing in the beginning. And so, you know, you're right there with the girls. So that makes anyway. sense
0: because with with Meet Me and River's Edge, we're at the party that they we're kind of gearing up for in the previous book, and I, yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like mm-hmm. I think that's why that coming home feeling hit me so hard because I was like, I know about this reunion; like <laughs> I was part of the crew, was we part were of the planning. For this.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was there at that meeting where they planned it all. So
0: yeah. mm, let's—I don't want to spoil it for people, but like Ariana, I loved the the moments of Alex and his sister. And you gave both of them, I'm trying not to like get emotional, but like uh, you gave both of them some real deep backstories. Um, How did Alex and Ariana, how did that happen?
1: Um, It happened because of my own sister and my friend Dee, who I feel with me all the time, even though they are not with me. I felt like Alex being a twin would have a special connection to his sister and, um, so I just, I wanted that connection to be there. And it's so, you know, it had to be magical because that was the only way we could do it. And I wasn't sure whether putting a little magic into that book was going to be a good idea or not. But um, but once it was all done and my editor was like, wow, yeah, yeah, this totally works. I was so thrilled because I was a little afraid she would say to me, uh, not in the category romance, but, you know, so much of who he is comes from his relationship with her, with his sister. And so just like so much of who Joe is comes from her relationship with her sisters. And so they had, he and Joe had that connection, that multiple birth partners or whatever you call it, siblings um, connection. And so it was, you know, I just, I just thought, let's try the magic and see if it works. And it did. I was so thrilled. Yeah.
0: And I think like it's, it's magic, but I think for anyone that's lost someone, I think if you pay attention, sometimes you'll you have those moments where you are like, "Are you are you here?"
1: (laughs) Yes, you know, like absolutely, yeah. Like I'll be on walks and
0: I am like, okay, I I feel like you know I've lost both of my grandfathers and Mm -hmm. most recently my uh, paternal grandmother, and I am just like, I have those moments where I am like, I am not alone, and I know you are here. So, like to me, it didn't even necessarily read as magic. It's just like him feeling his sister; she's
1: there, she's letting
0: him know, like, don't be an idiot. Go yes. for the girl. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. And you know the the, the, the end scene at the in the when he and, and, um, and rich are on the boat and they're gonna be passing and then all of a sudden the radio starts working. Yeah. And oh. he realizes I, I've gotta go. And so, you know, that was that was, you know, just a little bit of magic and I, I had a good time with it. I really did. So. I did not expect
0: joe her backstory i did not expect that i don't know why i loved it but i was like i was not expecting this but it just made everything make sense for her oh i'm so glad (laughs) yeah oh it did because i was like what's her deal what's her deal you know like you fall in love with her but you like you're like what's her deal why is she into these like older not necessarily emotionally unattached but like just going to be unattached men and then you gave us that backstory and I was like
1: oh I get this
0: that made that was perfect for her
1: thank you it you know it's so funny because that's the thing that my editor always says to me when she when she reads my first draft she's always like okay you did it again I'm reading along everything's going great then all of a sudden there's this thing that (laughs) happens (laughs) and I'm like dang it yes yes yeah. It's like, well, good. If I can keep doing that, we're going to be in good shape, aren't
0: we? Because you want to understand her. Like she, she calls Alex a river rat, like, mm-hmm. for most of the beginning of the book. And you're like, what's her deal, you know? But also, you're like, okay, she lives in this small town on the river. It's probably a thing. Like, people you know, going up and down the river, it probably is somewhat annoying to people who live in those communities. Um, but then when you give us that backstory, it's like, oh, it just clicks it just clicked.
1: Yeah. Oh, Was was that
0: like easy? Like that, did that come to you easily or did you, you struggle with it or what?
1: Well, I knew when I started writing Joe that she was going to have a background that was a little different than her sister's. Although, you know, jazz came from that terrible situation in Washington and in Christmas in Rivers Edge, um, Jenny is divorced. And so there's a lot going on with her and her past life. But Joe didn't really have a past particularly in those, in the other, in the first book. And I just thought she needs something, some reason to be the kind of, I don't want to say sarcastic, but you know, she's a little cynical. She's, she's the sister who's, this is where I am and this is my job and this is my home. And, you know, and I'm not changing for anybody kind of, you know, person. And I thought she needs a reason to be, to be looking down on these guys in their yachts and not just because they have money because that would be silly so i thought well let's give her a really good reason mm, so we and did. You did and you did <laughs> so, and you did christmas in river's edge
0: so this is that's jennifer's book yeah i'm assuming is that it for this
1: series like what's that is it for this series How however it feel? okay it, however well, dot dot. It, it, it felt it felt really good to to get this last book out and in the Weaver sisters and um, for all of them to have a story and people are really loving it. And I'm so thrilled about that. Um, But you know, Eli in the first book, Eli Walker has a family and I've written book one in the Walker family and I'm working on book two. I'm almost done with it. And then there'll be two more. So um, Jack Walker, remember Jack from, he was kind of the tough guy. Um, His is the first story. And it's all done, and you can actually pre-order it. <laughs> and um, and then I'm right now. I'm working on Joey's story, and he was he's the landscaper for Walker Construction. And then the next one coming up will be Cameron's story, and he's the he's the finish carpenter, and he's he's really um, he's really a, a, a furniture maker. That's what he does, uh, but he does also the finished work in the in the houses that they build. And then the last one is Annabelle, who's the architect for. For walker construction mm-hmm. so all four of them have a story and um there is just here just a little tiny secret uh there is a chance that i may be writing another series after this one in river's edge with um the dykeman family who own the orchard so right now we're at 10 books in river's edge and uh it'll be 14 with the walkers and then 18 if i get to do the dykemans we haven't we haven't made i mean we've talked about it but we haven't made any real big decisions about that yet. So, but you know, as long as Thule will let me stay in river's edge, I will be there.
0: Yeah. What are you enjoying or what are you loving
1: about staying in river's edge creative wise? It's just so much fun to bring all these secondary characters into the books and to build the town out. You know, it's, it it isn't, you know, things are happening in this town. It's, you know, the, the back in the very first series, the, um, the old cotton mill got turned into a hotel, and, you know, people, and now with the Walker construction, they're building houses in the, in the town, and the town is growing, and um, in the book I'm working on right now, the, the town nursery and garden center is, plays a big part, and so I'm just having fun creating this town. You know, I love Nan's World. It's this wonderful little fantasy place I've lived in since I was, you know, old enough to read, and so it's so cool to be there, and just to, you know, bring Mac in and every, you know, everybody goes to Mac's for lunch and or dinner and, you know, or go to the pizza place or walk on the river walk. It's just so much fun, you know, it's a cool place. Yeah. I think
0: like, I think what you do, you're doing is like really special because I, I feel like uh, you you'll see romance series where it may be, you know, maybe six, seven books in a town and you fall in love, in love with it. And then you stop getting books. You know, and you'll hear authors say like, oh, I'm not done with that. You know, I could return to that series at any time. But like, you don't see the books coming. So you just have that feeling that it's over. But I, so I love that like, we are still in River's Edge. It may be a totally new family, quote unquote, new series. But we are still in River's Edge. So for like, mm, I'm trying to figure out, how do you, is it is it like, and this may be like bringing in new families, but like how- how do you keep it fresh for yourself, if that makes sense? Um,
1: it, um, hmm. Well, <laughs> just I think that as characters, as new characters come into old stories, um, I think, oh, wow, that they could have a story, you know, <laughs> or like in um, in the first Walker book, the Dykemans are I mean, the Dykemans have been in every book so far. They own the orchard. And so, and, you know, Justin Dykeman has that carriage that he drives around town. And so, you know, I keep thinking, is anybody really going to believe there's this many single people in this town? But on the other hand, you know, why not? Why um, not? <laughs> 50% of marriages get divorced. So, you know,
0: yeah.
1: why not? Why not? There
0: are single people.
1: <laughs> right. And, um, and you know, I'm bringing people in for, the, for them, but um, it's just... Um, I don't know. I, I just get excited. And I always say, you know, there's people in a line in my head and they're all waving their hands saying I'm next, I'm next. Um, so I, you know, I, I just am trying to do it. I'm, I am so thrilled that people like River's Edge and you know, and want to come back. So
0: it really does. It feels like home. Like once you're in that series, you just feel like you're part of one of the townspeople. Like that's so wonderful. I feel like I live in River's Edge. Okay. Um, if river's edge has like a sixth grade English teacher position open, I'm your girl. (laughs) Fabulous. I
1: don't see why that
0: couldn't happen to tell you the truth. Um, has there been with all the writing that you've been doing set in river's edge, has there
1: been a, what's been your favorite moment? What would you say? Wow. Um, so many favorite moments. I think one of my very favorite moments was with Brendan in, and Tierney in, um, in the baby contract because it was so much fun to write him being in danger overseas and how she discovers how much she loves him when she realizes there's a chance she could lose him um and i just love brendan because he's so much like my son and so that was that was a fun fun book to write and and a cool moment um and i gotta say christmas in river's edge because i'm so crazy about gabe He's got this whole Indiana Jones vibe going that just makes, you know, it's just so cool. And I just love him. And Jenny is so, she's, she's becoming strong, you know, she's, Mm. she's out of this bad marriage and you really hate her husband in the beginning, but you kind of almost think, well, maybe he, maybe there is some redemption for him as you get toward the end of the book. At least I hope people think so and i'm kind of thinking about whether or not he can be a hero i don't know that he can but you know it's something to think about
0: yeah i in um in joe's book you know we we get the little scenes with gabe and like there's a scene where he's with this we learn that she's a doctor but i mean at first we think she's a vamp <laughs> <laughs> And you know, Joe's like, uh, "You need to go get your man," and she's like, "I have no claims on him." And you're like, "Oh, Jen, like, what's going on?" <laughs> so <laughs> I was so glad. I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad this is going to be their book because I need—I have so many questions." And I just imagine Gabe is like this hot nerd. <laughs> I don't know. That's
1: exactly what Gabe is. <laughs> I married one of those. So <laughs> love. I'm, I'm right there, you know. Was there has there
0: been a book so far um, that you found a little bit more difficult than the others to get through or have they all just kind of felt pretty easy to write?
1: Uh, They're never easy to write. Um, This one that I'm working on right now, I'm like 8000 words from finishing it. And I, 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 you know, I have the story in my head, but you've got to move to it, you know and I'm having a little bit of trouble moving to it. But I I know I'll get there. And, you know, these characters are, they're younger a little bit. She is younger. And so that's a little, that's been a little harder for me to write, but I've just tried to make her, you know, as real as I can. Um, I thought that, that um, Alex's, Alex was a hard character to write because he was, he was so confident in so many ways, but then the diabetes was just, you know, I didn't know if I could pull that off, I guess. Mm -hmm. Can I make a hero have an illness like that? Something that is chronic that, that is, you know, with him always. And um, he just had to be a really compliant diabetic. Like my husband is diabetic and he's very compliant. And so, you know, that was Alex's model. And, um, but for him to say to Joe, I can't promise you forever was kind of a, Kind of a different way to go for a hero so but you know they made it work,
0: and that's yeah. what holds him back because his previous mm-hmm. relationship she was just yeah. kind of out, you know, oh yeah. Yeah. so good, it's so good, man, it's oh, so good
1: <laughs> so so were you blown away when he when he went into the and in, went into insulin shock that was
0: it did i did i did I was like, what
1: <laughs> what
0: but I felt like. I felt like that moment was needed at the same time. I was like, okay, Nan, I know I, I get why you're doing this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She needed, she needed to realize she needed
0: it. Yeah. She, Mm -hmm. Joe needed it for sure. Oh gosh. Yeah. Mm, Those two. And, and, and she was like more understanding of it than he was
1: expecting. I I had such a good time writing her confidence about him coming back. Okay. You know, she knew, she knew he'd be back. And, Mm -hmm you know, her sisters would say to her, you know, what are you, so what are you going to do? You know? And she was, she not only knew he was coming back, she knew she was going with him. She knew it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. the opening scene of, of Christmas in Rivers Edge, the sisters are together for the last time. Oh. And so I'm sorry. To, to oh my gosh. <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> I'm, um, ready. I'm ready. <laughs> but you know, that was another thing too, was, was, there was no reality about everybody in the town staying in the town. True. Very true. Yeah. And so I asked my editor, is it okay if I, if Joe leaves? And she's like, I guess, write it and let's see. (laughs) So, because there was no reality about her staying in town. He wasn't going to move there. His life and his business and his work and everything were in, were in North Carolina. So. And
0: she had all, she was the one that had always, had always stayed. She'd always been there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's a good move for Jill. That's a yeah. good move for her. It I'm is. So excited.
1: It'll all um, be wonderful.
0: Okay, this is a week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Are you excited? Do you do Thanksgiving or what what do you what are
1: your plans? We all go to my sister's house and eat and we always have a wine tasting before we have dinner. It's so wonderful. Everybody brings a, a bottle of wine and we cover them up and taste them and pick the one we all love the best. Um and that's always great fun um, but, you know the 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 it's it's a pretty intimate group. Um, my brother lives in California, and so he he doesn't come back for thanksgiving and my i I think I told you my sister my other sister's passed so it's just my sister and I and our husbands and my kids her kids all live all over the country and um, my daughter in-law's parents come and so it's just a little intimate group, and we have such a good time together and we you know taste wine and then we eat a lot of great food and then we play games, so it's a lot of fun. We have a good time. And Cameron, my grandson, who's eleven, going on thirty, um, <laughs> he is—he's so much fun, and he's such a sweet kid. And we all get a kick out of him. And you know, he can sit at that table and have a conversation with any adult. So it's—it'll be fun. We'll have a good time. What are you doing?
0: Uh, oh yeah, I—we always cook at home, and my husband's dad and stepmom come over, and his siblings and. It's just small family get together, mm-hmm. but I I don't know. I just, I love like the cooking and putting everything together and I'm getting a new dining room table. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm so excited. I've had this one since like 2012 and bless her heart. She'd probably last another 10 years, but the chairs are, they've seen better days. So I was like, yeah, it's time. It's been time for like two years now. So I'll have that before Thanksgiving. I'm oh, I'm excited. God. I just... I love this time of year. I really do. And I'm excited to read. Have you been I'm reading so anything ready. good? What, what have you been editing? Can
1: I have you, been you? editing um, Tuli, wonderful Tuli books. Um, I just edited a fabulous mystery um, by an author named J.C. Kenny. You absolutely have to get him on your, on your podcast because he is wonderful. And Tuli only has a couple of guy writers. And J.C. Is, is a new one for them. And he's written cozies for other people. Um, but this is this isn't cozy so much as it's like humorous Sam Spade type, you know. But it, the guy who's the hero, name is Elmo Simpson, and he is not a detective. He's a guy who traps wild animals for a living. <laughs> you know, like if you get a if you get an alligator under he's in Florida, so if you get an alligator under your house, he'll come and get it out. Come and that's, get it.
0: Oh wow! It's the
1: character's job, and but J.C. just does such a fabulous job. His name's J.C. Kenny, and the book. I, ugh, Panic in the Panhandle, I think is the title of the book. I just finished editing it and I was so excited because of this is going to go and it's going to be a series. I think there's, there's at least two more Elmo Simpson books. So it's, um, it's really great. I just finished, um, uh, lessons in chemistry, which was extraordinary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, I'm currently reading the midnight library. I just started it. So I don't know, you know, okay anything about it but all the Thule books I've done so far have been fabulous they've just been fabulous I I don't know how Jane finds all these amazing authors they're great and there's so many fun Christmas titles coming out Jane has a new Christmas title a new Langley Park remember the one from last year yes oh my gosh I saw the cover I think for the new one (gasps) like where is is this Mia (laughs) oh it's gorgeous it's gorgeous and so that'll be fantastic and um Sinclair Sane or Sinclair Jane had a new Christmas one come out that's really good. And I think it's the 12th of December. Thule's having their, Tule Book Club is having their Christmas party. So you should come.
0: I need to come. The thing yeah. that I love about Thule too is Thule always gives me a couple of Valentine's Day books. And I yeah. really look forward to those. <laughs> I
1: don't yeah. know why, but I really love Valentine's Day romances. Aren't they fun? I loved writing the Valentine Wager. That was such a treat. Yeah, It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, they they really go for the holidays. They're you know they're they're really into it, and I think that's cool. I think it is too. I think it so. is. Um, okay, so you have a lot coming up. So Christmas in Rivers Edge is Christmas next, and, and then the, the series is over. Uh, then yeah, and then the new series, the first book is called "Make You Mine," and that's Jack and um, Jack and Maddie's story. Maddie is. Do you remember the guy that married? the Lang brother's mom, Jerry Ross. Yes. Who owns the hotel. Maddie is his daughter. Oh my gosh. Okay. And she comes to town and her story is kind of cool. And Jack, Jack falls head over heels. Old Jack, who doesn't ever let a moment, you know, let anyone get ahead of him for any moment, just drops over dead when he sees her. And so that's, that's, that was really fun to write. And, um, then this, this one that I'm working on right now is called Make It Real, I think, is the title we picked. And that's Joey's, Joey's story. And it's, he's a landscaper, and he falls for the people who own the nursery in town. He falls for their granddaughter. So And she's got a good story, too. She's been in England being a landscaper, and now she's come back to Riverside and helping her grandparents. So anyway, it's fun. It's fun. I'm having a good time backlist title there was um
0: one that i bought of yours recently i bought it on kindle a small town christmas because every now and again i'll get on Tully's website and i'll just like go through like either the small town or the holiday categories yeah and i'm like look at all these books nan has
1: (laughs) i don't have yet a small town christmas
0: and christmas with you i was because i just I i was like i need all the christmas books
1: the Small Town Christmas is the very first River's Edge book. Yeah, yeah. Four so you get to Brothers. meet everybody. Yeah, you get to meet everybody in that
0: book. Oh, my gosh. I don't, I'm so. so ready for this.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you are going to have a River's Edge Christmas this week, aren't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm delighted. Because
0: I'm like, I'm so deep into it. I'm like, is, is it okay to go back when I like you don't know everybody? But I I just saw the cover and I was like, I need this book.
1: <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so thrilled. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, I want you to need it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm I I I I'm I mean I already
0: bought them, so it is what it oh, is. Okay. <laughs> hey. Um okay, tell everybody where we can keep up with you online.
1: Um I am at all the usual places. Um my website is nanreinhart.com and I I blog there every Sunday. Um and then on Wednesdays and Thursdays I have guests, um authors or, you know, well, usually authors, yeah. Occasionally sometimes other people, but mostly other authors and not always all, all truly authors. Any author who wants to be on my website is welcome to contact me because I love introducing people to new writers and other writers. And so that to me, that's just, you know, that's, that's paying it forward, you know? And, um, I'm on Instagram, Nan Reinhardt. I'm on Facebook, Nan Reinhardt. <laughs> I'm on Twitter because I'm refused to call it X. Um, Same. Same. <laughs> Nan Reinhardt. So I, I'm real easy to find. And I love it when people come see me. I I'm, I'm delighted. So, well, thank you for chatting with me today, Nan. It's always such a pleasure. I love talking with you, Bree. You're so much fun. I feel like I feel like we are true kindred spirits. We've, we
0: are. I think anybody that meets you it's hard to not be kindred spirits.
1: <laughs> you're so kind. Thank <laughs> you. So cool. Right. I will. I, I will tell you this: if you're in in the Midwest, if you're in Indiana. Um, I'm going to be signing books in Kokomo, Indiana with, with eight other authors on December 2nd at this place called White Horse Bistry, Bistro and Winery and Bistro. It's a fabulous place in Kokomo, downtown Kokomo. And then um, on December 9th, I'm signing books at the Gal's Guide to the Galaxy Library in the Nickel Plate Arts Building in Noblesville, Indiana. So I've got two book signings coming up. I'm really excited about meeting people and seeing readers. So
0: Well, you have to post pictures and I, I want to see everything
1: you know my, you can just go to my website and see it all so and okay. plus I also <laughs> I post a lot on Facebook and you'll see a lot of, of stuff about the Kokomo signing because there's nine of us doing it together and there's, a, there's an invita- or there's an events page I'll send you I'll send you an invitation and um, I think there's an events page for the one in Bubblesville too if I'm not mistaken so
0: yes yes please do I will, send them my
1: way I will I will do that